Hey everyone. Okay, so we are wrapping up season two because I got some pretty epic news this morning and I booked the Rockettes, two of them, two moms who are currently Rockettes at Radio City Music Hall to come on the podcast. So that's pretty amazing. And uh, they're going to kick off uh, so to speak, <laughs> season number three. They're going to kick it off. So I'm so excited. But how they actually, um, how I booked it, um, didn't, wasn't on the vision board. I just, nothing like that. I didn't like seek them out necessarily. But I was really in a place of just like, just so open to collaboration and to truly living the hashtag women supporting women. And, um, an account just started liking some posts on my Instagram and then I just headed over to their Instagram, not the Rockettes, it was another woman and I just started liking her posts and then I just sent her a nice message with zero, um, like I had no objective, just like just encouraging her just to keep up the great work and she's doing so many, just putting such positive content into the world and it just so turns out that she does the PR for the Rockettes and she asked if I'd be open to interviewing them. So it's just, that's a really kind of good message in terms of life and business is just to you know, to be kind and, you know, to put out there what you hope to receive and good things will happen. You know, something amazing is going to happen today. And just, you know, saying that mantra every single day, something amazing is about to happen. And I think that's how we actually closed off the last podcast with Danielle. So once I got that news, I'm like, hey, let's wrap up this season. And I thought, what better way to wrap it up than to have a conversation with my mom? the original ambitious mama. So I'm actually sitting right next to her right now. And this is the first podcast I've done like literally side by side someone. So we're, mom, we got to get even closer. Okay. <laughs> Hello everyone. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to my mom. Um, her name is Cheryl McClellan. And um, yeah, every good quality I have is really from you and oh. dad too but I mean like you yeah, gotta take some credit I'll you take, can take credit I'll take credit I'll take credit <laughs> I bore you uh you know soon as your birthday and it's many years ago now oh but, yeah it's coming uh, up it's yes. coming up and it's just been a gift to have have uh raised you and had you have my daughter so Thank you for that compliment. Thanks, mom. Why don't we actually share why you chose the name Krista and why it's spelt like Chris, well, be, the way it is? Yeah, well, I chose <laughs> Krista, which is C-H-R-S-T-A, because she was born at Christmas time, right? And it just seemed like uh, the appropriate way. I've always loved the name, but basically I chose it um, and then changed the, the spelling uh, because I babysat this young little girl uh, years and years ago, and her name was Krista. She had red hair, and she was full of fire and energy, and I thought I would like to have a daughter that was full of fire and energy and embracing life, and, and indeed that has happened. Yeah. I have that kind of daughter. What about my hair? <laughs> 
Your hair's not red, but God only knows you could change it. We do know an amazing red-headed Krista, though. We sure do. <laughs> K-I-R-I-S-T-A. So I have a two wonderful Kristas in my life. Yes. Okay, Mama. So what do you want to talk about? She got. She was like, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, let's just chat. So Mom is the gratitude guru. Yes, that's what she's called. And... Um, <laughs> Can definitely, she can definitely embrace that title because um, I'll, I'm going to let her kind of share how she came to the road of gratitude, but it's really something that you model in your own life and that you've also taken um, passion in teaching and living and inspiring others. And actually today is Black Friday, which is such a day of huge consumption, consumerism, which could lead people to feeling that they don't have enough and they need to buy more. And if they only had enough to buy that big TV or those designer handbags or whatever it is. And I think that's that might be a timely thing to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a good sale. But yeah. it can leave you feel less than. Oh, I agree 100%. And I've, it's, it's sort of to me, I always think of Black Friday as a day that I will not go shopping because I don't want to get caught up in all of the, the hype of it all. So it's like the day that I'm going to just choose not to be out there or go online and look for purchases. Not that that's a bad thing, but if you're really trying to um, eliminate things in your life and live a more simple life, going out on Black Friday really isn't going to serve you. Mm-mm. But getting back to the gratitude, um, the reason why I'm so passionate about gratitude and, and its purpose in our lives is because I went through a very difficult time years ago now, uh, still, you know, still have some remnants of that illness, but it changed my life uh, when this happened to me. And I, I found myself in a place of not being, not, not counting my blessings or not understanding what my purpose was. I was sort of really lost. So by finding gratitude, uh, true gratitude practice, um, not expecting to do, but f- by finding it, it was sort of fell into my lap. It, it was what brought me out of the deep doldrums. Um, and I've now just embraced it as an everyday part of my life. And I think my passion in life is to share that mm-hmm. and, and to find a way to allow others that opportunity to allow a true gratitude practice, which there is a difference to being grateful and then having a true gratitude practice, um, to change their lives and allow them to experience and embrace life with such much more vigor and emotion and allow your experiences to be more profound and by using your senses and really being present with your family, your friends, your environment and nature and the world you can change your life, but at the same time, you're changing somebody else's life just by your presence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, Krista had mentioned, yes, I, I'm, an, I'm an ambitious mom. I, I did work always. in the um, nursing field. for. You've t- always been an ambitious mom. Like even from like going back to school when we were little. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, even in school, you were very even an ambitious student before you were a mom. Yeah. But I mean, like we we talk about on this podcast, like you might not actually have children, like some of the people who are listening, 
but you, you're probably still mothering something or someone. Absolutely. It's right? just inherent as, as a, a woman. woman. Yeah, it's yeah. inherent. Yeah, for sure. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I've come across a lot of people in my life who have children and don't have children or wish they had children and unfortunately have not been able to. They uh, That mom part of us needs to be nurtured somehow mm-hmm. and if it's not through raising your own children it's being kind to pets or a loved one or a neighbor or something or trying to save someone <laughs> yes <laughs> trying to save someone or to quote change someone which we know is not a good idea but in in reality when we are trying to save someone we we tend as women trying to figure out how we can make them the way we want them but oh my God. we learned that that's not the best no. <laughs> I'm just thinking like so mom and dad have been together since they were 15 yes yes and um you definitely s- started like nurturing and taking care of him oh, at a yes. very young age my god and yes. hey it paid off just it took 30 yeah, it paid <laughs> off it took it like we were, we'll be married 30 well 38 years this year we'll be married yeah um, but together, like I said, when 15, got married when 20, had children very early, uh, had three wonderful children, went back to school for nursing. And all within that, there's this trials and tribulations of marriage mm-hmm. and, you know, and growing as a person. Yep. You know, like we, <clears throat> something that we always forget about as a mom that we're moms, but we're also people. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll specifically say that to my son. You know what? I'm a mom, but I'm also a person trying to figure out my own way. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's funny because he never really thinks of us. A lot of our children don't think of us as being people. Yeah. Yeah. People with their own dreams and ambitions and, and mm-hmm. loves. Yeah. There's like so many um, directions that I want to go right now. And I can't really choose one in my mind. But like I, I, I often refer to... Whenever I'm talking about self-care, like Mm -hmm. you always come into the conversation because I didn't learn self-care growing up because it wasn't something your generation was taught or talked about. Oh my gosh, no. Um, So we really learned about self-care together. So on one of the previous episodes, it's probably been mentioned in more than a few, but um, Heather Chauvin, she spoke about... so. If you are in a rut in any area of your life, your health, your finances, in, a, in your relationships, in your career, in your business, um, whatever, you can't make anything better until you practice self-care. Hallelujah. Absolutely. It's so interesting you say that because um, one of the, the number one things that I tend to talk about in my self-care uh, you know, teachings, I guess I could say, is that if you are not loving yourself, you will not be grateful for everything else. Mm-mm. So like number one practice that has to come into play to have a true gratitude practice is self-care. Mm-hmm. And I realized that very, very quickly um, when I was starting to... Uh, talk about this and then when I was trying to come through the journey of refinding myself that the only way that I'm going to escape this this ucky feeling that I was going through in my life this feeling that of uh, 
of an uncertainty and, and inability to really move forward, I had to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you and I worked, figured that out together at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Because you were this am, ambitious person, not mom at the time, but this ambition person who wasn't taking care of your herself mm-hmm. either. Oh my gosh, no. 25 years old on the road to burnout before kids. Oh, oh yeah. God. And could in Toronto, imagine? and I could just hear it in her voice. She could hear it in my voice. We need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 we, and then when I got sick, it was a... A wake-up call for our whole family. Huge. Um, It was a wake-up call for us individually. But we knew as a family, in order to grow, we need to step back and figure out how do we take care of ourselves. Speaking of taking care of yourself, I think you should take a drink of water. Absolutely. Everyone who's listening right now, drink (laughs) your water. (laughs) Right? Just as if if you are a mom, you know what we do for our children. We say... Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Are you cold? Do you need a hug? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you need a blanket? Right? Um, Take a deep breath. Like we're just always like helping them to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. But it's like, did did you have a drink of water, mom? Who's listening? Right. Do you need a hug? (laughs) I need all of the above. Take a deep breath. Wrap your arms around yourself. All of those things. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, so, that's right. Okay. The other day I got a conver- I got a phone call from a very successful mom and woman that I know. Uh, very hugely successful. And if you look at her Instagram, you would not think that she has a, you know, a major worry. Life is flipping amazing and glamorous. There's no doldrums, as you called it. (laughs) (laughs) But she called me in this doldrum. And and she called me crying. And and I she just needed someone to listen to. And I think it's like having a having a friend, having a mom, having a sister, having someone you can call and not be perfect with and be like, I know I'm gonna get through this because I have the tools, but right now I just wanna talk about how badly this sucks and how stuck I feel, mm-hmm. right? And I just pulled open my Instagram. Um, if we're not connected on Instagram, it's Krista Rialba. And this quote here that I posted today, and I post and I it came to my awareness, like I seen it, like and it spoke to me so loudly after I got off the phone with her. And it says, I will have gratitude for the little things even while I wait for the bigger things to fall in place. Let me repeat that one more time. Mm -hmm. I will have gratitude for the little things even while I wait for the bigger things to fall in place. Now, I think this is an amazing mantra for ambitious mamas because the woman who called me, she's so wildly ambitious and so wildly successful and has so many things on the go. And like, there's just so many things that are about to happen for her. But at this very moment, things are, are... are really stressful and like things just are not in place right now financially and there's this stress and there's this what if and there's this this fear Mm -hmm. right and you know having her giving her the space to go through that and then seeing this quote was really big because you know 
Um, I shared it in my stories and of course I thought of her when I shared it and she was the first person to see it and to comment and be like, yes, Mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm. Because she knows in her heart of hearts that it is temporary. So everything is temporary in her life, the good and the bad. Right. Right? So we know that gratitude precedes all the abundance in every area of our life we could desire. For sure. And it's also the tool and the recipe and the path to get out of those moments of lack. Right. Oh my gosh, Christy, you couldn't have said it any better. Good teacher. Um, thank you. <laughs> the path, that, that is that word, the path. It really is the path. I mean, if you are lost and you're looking for a way, gratitude is your path. Mm-hmm. There if embracing that and figuring that out in your life um, by using your senses and by getting into nature and by taking care of yourself and by making gratitude well up in you so the, so much so that you, you feel giddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I knew that gratitude was working for me. Life felt giddy. Mm-hmm. Um, life felt blissful. Life mm-hmm. felt easier. Giddy, that's such a fun word. I wanna be- Isn't it a fun word? Giddy. It's a great word. I want to be giddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it can you feel, feel like a kid. It, yeah, almost like your first time you ever fell in love. Like the mm. flutters, you know, of like falling in love. Mm. It's like mm-hmm. falling in love with gratitude in your life. It's just... It's beyond measuring. It's like when the waves... What are you all what <laughs> about? When the waves no, I'm just gonna of say emotion... It. If Nana was here, that is, that is my mom's mom. Yes. She would have taken this conversation sideways just now. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes because it sounds too out there and foo-foo. No, and no, she, she would be talking about sex. This is true. <laughs> yeah, she, Nana, it's so true. She's so funny. If she figures out how to listen to this podcast, oh my God. We must show her. We must show her. Sex in the tent. Sex in the tent. Don't get me started. <laughs> now we've totally went off the path. But anyway, uh, private jokes here. But basically, God, it just feels not only like just talking about this with you feels really. Um, like I just feel like Mm -hmm. spreading the word even more because I know it's can change so Mm. many people and I I have shared my my passion in a few gratitude workshops and it's so funny that you said these today because I volunteer at hospice and Mm -hmm. I spoke with the hospice volunteer coordinator Mm -hmm. today about a client that I'm helping out right now and um, I told her that I wasn't able to go to my client this morning because I had a bit of a flu bug, you know, I'm getting over it, whatever. And um, I shared with her that this client that I'm going to be seeing, I'm going to be giving her some gratitude tools because mm-hmm. she's going through a really difficult time in her life. And, um, and she said, oh my goodness, do you teach gratitude classes? And I said, well, I... I guess you could say that. I'd be, you know, she says, we would really love for you to come to hospice to do mm, that. And it's just so funny um, how it just comes up because our world needs this. Mm-hmm. Our world really needs something to grasp onto. Everyone, the thing about gratitude is the rich need it, like the wealthy rich, like oh, the gosh, rich, yes, money rich. They don't realize how how great they have it 
and also the poor need it. Yeah. Like, and everything in between. Um, and the thing is, is what you appreciate, appreciates, like the actual word, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. So, like, when you talk about money, it's like the, the appreciation, of a house, of your investments, right? Mm-hmm. But that is the same thing goes for your appreciation of your relationship with your spouse mm-hmm. or your friends and, and also money. Like it's all connected, right? What you actually appreciate grows and sure. flourishes, right? Um, but there's how many stories are there of... Um, people who gain riches and then lose them, mm-hmm. lose them. And also a lot of people who we think are financially successful when behind the scenes, it's it's not what it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so gratitude is for everyone. I, I think that gratitude, unfortunately, falls in the same kind of category of, of words like self-care, a gratitude, meditation, like words that you can kind of like skip over. It's like, Woo woo, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm busy. I'm stressed. I'm broke. I don't have time for that. I'm tired. When in actuality, it's like these are the essentials for life. It's true, you know, and it, it, because we are all searching in the world, I think, for something to grasp on to feel comfort and peace in your life. We there's a lot out there because mm-hmm. we're all we're all grasping. But one thing I can say, gratitude is not a cliche. Mm-mm. It's not something to be dismissed. Mm-hmm. It is meant to happen in everyone's life. Yeah. Um, self-care is meant to, and mindfulness is meant to, and they all ro- come together to be, to make things the way you, you're looking for, for the searching mm-hmm. for that. But it starts with gratitude. Mm-hmm. I, I, will, I, <laughs> I will debate the biggest philosophers in the world if they say it doesn't because... I don't think they would. I don't think they like would. Everyone yeah. from Tony Robbins to Oprah to Deepak to everyone, it's like yeah. gratitude is the way. It's the key. Um, it's the key. It's the key to, the, to life. The yeah. key to wellness. Mm-hmm. The overall well-being. Like this morning on my um, gratitude page, I have a private gratitude um, Facebook, Facebook group. I'll put, Facebook the, li- group. I'll put the link yeah. to it in the show notes. And um, what it is, it's a gratitude, it's called Gratitude Changes Our World. And it, and I just love the post, the group for so many reasons because it's interactive. Mm-hmm. I allow and I encourage people to put posts on there as often as they like mm-hmm. that, that would you know, that are part, that go along with what this group is representative. And Krista actually put that quote Mm -hmm. that we talked about earlier on there. But today I spoke about using your five senses. And just simply when you greet someone, to to use your five senses while you're greeting someone. So if I were to walk down the street and I would run into, say, uh, an acquaintance, I'm going to look them into the eyes. I am going to... Um, embrace the hug or that I'm going to feel their hand mm-hmm. on mine. I'm going to uh, be mindful and listen to the conversation. Are you smelling them? 
Well, that yeah, that's just it. You might. You, There's some people I don't know. Yeah, I know some. Yeah, you know, you sometimes might wanna, you might not. But I mean, then again. But maybe they smell good. But and maybe you tell they them smell you smell good. amazing. Yeah, maybe you're going to smell something you yes. never smelled before. Yeah. And even if it's a smell you don't particularly care for, just be you're grateful. Still experiencing them. Experiencing fully. them. Exactly. <laughs> now, you're not going to be tasting the person either. Oh, God. But, but also, uh, and I had to say Go in my post. Lick. See what happens. I had to put in my post, okay, so you're not going to taste in that information, but imagine uh, that you were having a dinner with that person okay, and okay. that kind of thing, yes. right? So not you're not using, sometimes you can't use all five yes, senses. but use as every, many as you can. Use as many as you can mm-hmm. in every experience. When you go out in nature, you go for a walk, pick up a leaf and feel mm-hmm. the leaf. Smell the leaf, you know? Um, look intently at the veins of the leaf and the flowers mm-hmm. and stuff. Like... I very seldom will walk in nature without touching something or picking something or holding something Mm -hmm. because then you're not only looking at everything, the beauty, Mm -hmm. and looking beyond into the thing, you're feeling it and experiencing it. it. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, when you open up your senses, you become, you emote an emotion. You have Mm -hmm. a feeling. Then when you have a feeling, then you create a memory. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you can create memories is to have an emotion. Mm -hmm. So in order to get the emotion, you can use your senses or be mindful. Those are the ways to create beautiful experiences and adventures in your life. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. So um, just back to Black Friday. You might not be listening to this on Black Friday, of course, Mm -hmm. but I think every day in our society, there's a lot of consumption. Mm -hmm. Um, So actually, just before coming to mom's house, um, I had a bunch of donations to um, drop off. Mm-hmm. And um, and some of the things, like, I could have very well sold some of them. Like, there was a lot of nice clothes in there. Don't worry, nothing that you would want. Okay, good. Um, good. I was going to say, what did you have? What did you... Um, but, like, a nice lamp, things like that. But it was, like, it was a looking at my wardrobe, I was like, I need some updates here, you know. And it was, like, it felt really good, especially today, to be to be giving, right? And it's actually so funny. If you ever come to our little town, Amherstburg, you have to go to this little thrift shop. Um, It is like completely charity, completely volunteer run. Um, But the woman who runs it, runs it like a boutique. Yes, she does. Like full-blown boutique. Her name is Linda. And like she merchandises it to like the best that she can, you know. Even the mannequins, like there's some really nice looking mannequins Mm -hmm. but anyway so I drop it off and it's like and she's just so grateful and the the whole exchange is so beautiful but I said no what Linda I was like I want to like see if I can find some treasures for myself too right and um even though I can of course you know afford to go buy things new there's some really beautiful vintage pieces there that um you know and it's like you know let's end like such massive consumerism Mm. yeah you know it's it's eco-friendly you're paying it for Forward, like even just shopping there so I'm giving them clothes but I'm also shopping there and the profits go to feeding hungry people like it's win, a win-win-win win-win-win all the way around all the way around yeah. right and I'm about to head out to Toronto right now uh, we're not now in a couple hours going to the big city and I'll be uh, sporting a few of my finds and we'll see what uh, my city slickers have to say oh she's got these cutest red shoes with a bow on the end of it high heels she's gonna look fabulous it's gonna look so good okay fabulous let's wrap up this podcast with this mom okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So tools for, um, I mean, we could talk about your journey from feeling in your doldrum, like getting your diagnosis, feeling, being sick, feeling tired, not knowing what your future holds to where you are now is night and day, night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have used a lot of really great tools along the path of the last um, 12 years. Mm-hmm. I'd love for you to share those. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just kind of like your 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 must-haves on a daily basis. Um, they could be products, things you use, books, whatever you want to talk about. But things that definitely fuel you to keep your cup full. Okay, that's a big loaded question. Um, but I think that I could go back by knowing when is enough is enough. Um, recognizing and listening to my body is a way to keep myself above water and health, you know, by listening and knowing um, what I can and can't do. Um, that, you know, my illness is is here. It's not going to go away. It's one of those autoimmune things that do not disappear. Mm -hmm. But if I can listen to it and manage it, then that's good. So that's that's one. Listening to my body and recognizing that. Not doing it all. Not doing it all. It's not really a a, a product or anything. Does anybody know the word, the letters N-O? Oh, no. No, 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 no. We don't know that very well. It's it's like... So I've learned no, N-O. No. <laughs> I have learned N-O. Oh, my God. Um, Hold on. You'd be proud of me. Okay. Okay. You'd be proud of me. Okay. So I learned from mom that, that like moms do it all. They do everything all the time, 24-7. That's what I learned growing up. Amazing. Thank you for, for being superwoman. Um, and now you've also, you're also teaching me that I don't have to do that. Yes. So as you guys know, um, I my husband's a very lucky man for many reasons, but um, but <laughs> he is, he is. <laughs> but I I did quote unquote retire him so he didn't have to go to a regular job when Curtis was born, so he has has it made right. Um, anyways, I'm going to Toronto, but still like I was like as if I was a working mother and he was a working father, I still would have the tendency to want to get him set up for when I'm gone. Yeah. Make sure that there's food and that the kids have what they need and that there's a schedule. I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I looked at the fridge. Whoops. We'll see what happens. That's right. Good luck. Bye, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. Mom's, mom's on the road. Like, I, I don't have to do it. And, like, yes, would he appreciate it? Sure, he'd appreciate it. But I'm also set, I've also set that expectation that I will make his life as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. And that you, and you can just stop. You literally can stop without warning. Yeah. And they're not going to love you less. No one's going to love you less. They're going to love you just the same. And you're going to actually, they may even love and respect you more somehow. Um, but they're going to, everyone's going to be fine. The kids are going to be fed. The husband's going to survive. Things may even possibly actually in my house. I know they run more smoothly when I'm gone, <laughs> right? In different ways. So you'd be proud of me. That was just like, oh, I am proud of you. Good very, luck. Very much I'm so. only the only thing I'm worried about is packing my bag. Well, now you can bring mm-hmm. your A game to yeah. Toronto and mm-hmm. experience yeah. what you're going to experience mm-hmm. in Toronto. Where if you went there tired and worried about how things are going to be at home, mm-hmm. I mean, you still worry a little bit, but. Uh, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't embrace the experience that you're about to have mm. with the people that you're going to be with yeah. and all that's going to happen. Mm. Okay, so a couple other yeah. things mm-hmm. um, that I would say are go uh, 
have helped me along the journey is um, cultivating relationships that are good for me, Mm -hmm. Uh, being with people that I know are going to lift me up. Mm -hmm. And when I'm with people that are not going to lift me up, I take what I can from that and I let go of the rest Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of that out there. We can't change everyone, nor should we try. Mm -hmm. Um, I think another thing is I eat eat as healthy as I possibly can and when I when they eat very healthy guys especially lately like for sure from how we've grown grew up oh my goodness night and day chef It's chef (laughs) come on all right you know spaghettios all the way Rice-a-roni. Oh, that was damn good, that rice-a-roni. I got to tell you. I tried to make it once and I practically blew up the kitchen. Oh, oh. <laughs> You're supposed to only brown it, not blacken it. Yeah. But, I mean, get... Um, so we eat well, but there is gaps in that. And the, when there's the gaps of our eating properly, then I take really quality USANA supplements, uh, which is not a secret here. But uh, No secret, guys. No secret. In case secret. you're wondering, the fuel behind every... Ambitious Mama, I know it is USANA, U-S-A-N-A. Yes. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I wouldn't go a day without it. Me and my husband have been doing it religiously for 11 years. My grandchildren, my children, my friends, Mm -hmm. my mother, everyone. And I just feel so so grateful to know that they are getting the nutrition that they need when they may not eat properly. So that that has been a plus and has definitely helped my overall health as well. For the record, okay, so I, I sometimes refer back to this, but now that we're talking, but I'd love to know the specifics. When you were first diagnosed with your autoimmune um, disease, mm-hmm. how many medications were you on to compared to now, and what does that look like? Well, well, you know, when I was first diagnosed, I mean, definitely I went to a number of different specialists. Um, I have something called Sjogren's Syndrome, which is not something that a lot of people know about. But I just recently found out that the judge on Dancing with the Stars, the woman judge, she has this as well. Um, so that's that? very interesting. I don't know her name, to be honest with you. She's Dancing with the Star, long hair. She's the judge. There's only one woman judge on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, we'll look at it. So... Anybody that watches that will know. But she has the same same disease as I do. But when I was first diagnosed, I went to so many doctors. And all they kept saying, the only way to deal with your disease or your syndrome, your autoimmune disease, is you have to treat the symptoms. Mm-hmm. And with this disease, it affects all systems in your body. Every system from your head to your toe, it, will, it can and will affect at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. And so what you have to do is you have to treat digestional problems. You have to treat dry eyes. You have to treat dry mouth dental issues. You have to treat the sore joints, all of it. And each one of them, they wanted to give me a medication for. So Mm -hmm. you need this for, you know, you need this for your stomach. You need this for your bowels. You need this for your eyes. You need this for your mouth. And it was like, oh my gosh, right? Oh my, oh my gosh. And And those, those, um... They're treating the symptoms but giving you side effects. Oh, honestly, honestly, you know. And it's funny because a lot of the medications that they were prescribed me will cause a dry mouth. Well, that is one of my biggest problems, mm-hmm. as you may you can tell in this podcast that I may slutter over my words a bit as I drink a drink of water again. But um, that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. They wanted to give me medication after medication after medication. And because I was just reaching for stuff, 
anything that's going to help me. I took them all in. I was taking, oh, I don't know, at some point, six or seven, up to ten medications at a time. And um, we slowly have been, um, over the years, have weeded them out. And I think part of that is due to my supplements, and part of it is due to taking care of myself, and part of it is doing to... Um, doing weight bear exercises because I also have osteoporosis and I also have a blood clotting problem. So really, technically, the only medication that I'm taking now is for my blood clotting problem, wow. which cannot really be fixed any other mm -hmm. way. Um, that in my supplements and then anything, any symptoms that pop up, I will treat it with as much natural Mm -hmm. type things that I can yeah and if I can't then I will go see my doctor okay so those of you who know mom <clears throat> know that she does a lot on a daily basis you're you're a very ambitious grandma I try <laughs> so she has six grandchildren I'm only responsible for two yeah <laughs> <laughs> she um teaches at forest school which is one of your passions being in nature and yeah. also teaching um you volunteer at hospice you mm -hmm. do um hospice uh, so a therapeutic touch much like reiki mm -hmm. um for pa for patients who are in homes and also in the hospital yeah um, and really taking care of the Jacobs, that's my sister's kids, that's, that's a lot. And also... That's the biggie. That's a biggie. And also, like, just being available whenever mm -hmm. we need you, but also just, you know, taking initiative to spend <clears throat> quality time with each of her grandchildren. So she's an, a very active grandma. Like, you would not know... A, you would probably not call her a grandma if you've seen her but um also like she's just always running around doing things you wouldn't see her and say that okay that's a sick person like you look very alive and well and vibrant mm -hmm. um yeah so I mean yeah. you're it's, it's amazing <clears throat> from that day that you called me in Toronto and it's like by the sounds of it you were gonna be in a wheelchair just declining health like we didn't even know like it was mm -hmm. so scary yeah, it was very scary. And, you know, these all these things that she mentions that I do, I do them for a number of reasons. The love of my grandchildren, of course, and the wanting them to, to be well, you know, emotionally and physically and everything well. That's mm -hmm. just, you know, the mom in us, yeah. right? The grandma in us, you know. Oh, and she's still taking very much care of John everywhere she can. That's yeah, my and, brother. And my he son. He has no kids. <laughs> <laughs> I take care of him, too. And his uh, dog. And his dog. And But... Um, she mentioned that I do these different things and I do all of them on a volunteer basis just because it helps with my emotional well-being and I do it on a volunteer basis because then if I can't do it because I'm unwell then I, I can't do it so and if I can then I'm there with as much energy as I have for that day so amazing Mom, we must wrap up this podcast yes, because we can talk forever. In real ambitious mama world, I just got two missed calls from Anderton. I shouldn't say the school from oh, my, from my son's school. Gosh, almighty! <laughs> let's check that. So out. we'll see. That could be something very minor, like anything, or it could be something. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Mama, for being here. It was so my pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk with my daughter. You know, because she's busy and the ambitious mom, we don't get sit down, talk as much as we want to. So it's, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Krista. Uh, thank you. And uh, stay tuned for the Rockets to kick off Whoa. season three. That's exciting. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a great one.
That is exciting. <laughs>